Hello, Wild Women. Welcome back to the Femme Podcast. Rob here. I hope wherever you are, you're having an incredibly abundant week, finding gratitude, bliss, wealth, power, and pleasure in as many moments as you can, deeply embodying your truth, getting your work out into the world, however that looks for you in this moment of time, and giving yourself grace and compassion as you grow and rise and continue to expand. So this week, we are sharing something special with you, a conversation that Jack and I had about strategy in your business and how it works with energy. And one of the conversations I've been having a lot with our community, with our clients, especially with the women here with us in Costa Rica on the Femme Retreat this week, is all about masculine and feminine energy in your business. How to stay in alignment and how to honor your truth and what feels good for you moment to moment to moment while holding your masculine energy in a way that allows you to be accountable and consistent, which then results in growth, results, success, right? So in this episode, we're talking about just this strategy that turns you on, strategy that comes from within, strategy from the soul. Now, some of you may recognize this conversation. It is the third training from our Strategy with Soul three-day mini course that we did a few months back, and we're really excited to invite you into this combo. We'd love to hear from you after. Let us know what you think and bring this into your business Wild women, this is why we share this with you to invite you to try it a different way, to be part of the rebellion, to break the rules, and to build a business that feels wildly in alignment with who you are. And this is how you build sustainable growth over a lifetime. This is how you prevent burnout. This is how you prevent comparison. This is how you prevent yourself from feeling resentment towards your work and your clients. It comes from within. So for a lot of you, this will be introducing strategy, strategy, a new way. For a lot of you, this will be revisiting the concepts of the femme way. Okay. Business with wealth, power, and pleasure at the forefront business, a new way. So I love you. Can't wait to hear from you. Enjoy this episode and we will see you on the flip side. Your energy has to support everything that you do in your business, every strategy that you implement. So here's the beautiful thing about strategy. All strategies work. And I know you might be sitting there saying, but like, actually, I've tried this strategy and it doesn't work for me, or this one doesn't work, or this one doesn't work. All strategies work when your energy is backing it. If your energy is not backing it, that strategy is not going to work. And I'm not talking like your energy is backing it in terms of like, well, I can convince myself that mm-hmm. this could maybe work for me. Because then what happens the whole time you're using the strategy, there's this doubt, there's this questioning either up here in your mind or rooted in your subconscious. This week on the hybrid mastermind, I was having a call with the women in there. And one of the ladies said, she's like, you know, I really was like leaning into summer of pleasure and it didn't work. Like I actually did not have my highest month. And I was like following what you and Rob were saying and leaning into summer pleasure and it didn't work for me. I was like, 
because you were using the strategy and I could feel it in her energy immediately is that there was the hope that it was going to work. It was just like, cross my fingers. I'm going to hope. I'm going to sit on my dock. I'm going to like go swimming <laughs> and hope that like it works for Jack and Rob. It's going to work for me. So then this energy leading into pleasure and it's with this, not the possibility of like, it might work. I might make money today. I might do whatever as I'm in pleasure versus the expectation of like, it gets to work for me. Or this idea, this like belief, this coding of like, I get to be in pleasure and make money. So if the pleasure is the strategy, or if it's more of like the strategies that we've been talking about in here, the launch, the the launch strategies, the client journey, it's only going to work for you if you can fully, fully, fully be rooted in your energy, if your energy can be rooted within that strategy. Yeah, you guys, we see so many women externalizing strategy, right? Trying to find the thing outside of themselves that is going to make their business work. I mean, it's almost like a riddle, right? Here's the riddle with that. It's like, okay, so you try on a strategy once and maybe it works for a month right? Maybe it works for a quarter and you you start to see results and you start to see results. And then all of a sudden you're in it and you're like, oh, this is kind of boring, right? Like, great. I'm getting the numbers and, and the, the money's coming in and the, my audience is growing, but I'm bored. Like I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel excited in my business. So then actually is that strategy working for you, right? Are the new clients aligned clients? Are they people you desire to be working with? Is it money that you're excited to make? Because when your energy isn't fully committed to the strategy, when it's not exciting you and lighting you up, well, all of a sudden, everything else that starts to happen in your business begins to feel mediocre, begins to feel mundane and stagnant and like, meh, even the money, even the results that you think you want, it all starts to feel Meh. And we see this all the time in the corporate world, right? People strive, they climb the ladder to get the job that they think they want. They get the title, they get the income, they get the corner office, and they still fall asleep every single night with the same feeling of there's got to be more than this. There's got to be a different way. There's no passion in my life, right? They're still missing something. So yes, strategy outside of yourself will help you grow. It will help you get to the next level. Strategy is there for this reason. But when you're creating a soul-led business, when you are taking the gifts and the, the passion and your God's work and bringing it into the world, an external strategy is only going to work if it truly supports you. That empowered masculine energy, right? Where you feel truly held, where you feel truly excited and into it. Think about a relationship, right? Like your relationship only works if your energy is actually into it, right? And it's the same thing for the strategy inside your business. Yeah. And this strategy, we're going to dive into the external create, the, the external strategy versus creating strategy internally. And hearing you talk there, Rob, it keeps coming up. And I'm going back to this like hoping energy as well. When we're trying on the external strategy, oftentimes we have the expectation that it's mm-hmm. not going to work. I'm going to cross my fingers. I'm going to hope it does, but it's probably not, or it gets to work for them, but it doesn't work for me. So it's like, 
we're on this line, right? We're like kind of in, kind of out because the expectation is it's probably not going to work. If we flip that and the expectation is, oh, this is definitely it. This is definitely the thing. This is definitely going to work for me. It's foolproof. I've seen 10 other women do it. This has got to be the thing. And then we need it to work, right? We need it to be the thing. We need these to be the 10 clients. We need this to be the six-figure month. We need this to be the multiple six-figure, seven-figure year. So it is really this fine line, isn't it, between knowing and hoping, and knowing, and needing, right? And your job, your only job, if you want to consider it this important in your business, is to stay in the knowing, not to need it to work, and not to just hope it's going to work, but to stay in your power around the strategy that you are choosing to implement, the strategy that does feel good right? So how do you stay in your power? This is why we have to create the strategy internally. The strategy that we're going to implement has to come internally. But the word you said right there, Rob, it has to be rooted in your power. Mm -hmm. If you are new to the FEM world, or if you have not taken the FEM power principles course, this is where you start. If you're wanting to start to take radical self-responsibility, if you're wanting to lead from like the knowing up here into the knowing in here into the pussy desires, if you are ready to release attachment to the outcomes, Fem Power Principles is the next place that you want to go because to stay rooted in the things that we're about to talk about, to hold this level of trust, to be unwavering in it, to be confident enough to follow this internal guidance system that we're about to talk about, you need to harness your power as a woman. You need to harness your power as a leader. So what I want to dive into is this, and Robin's touched on it. We look externally, right? We look to external strategy. We look at what's worked for her, what's worked for them versus creating from within us. See what feels good or follow this energy. Like maybe you're like, no, I already know that doesn't feel good for me. So I'm not going to do it. That's not the strategy that I'm going to implement. How do you choose what one you follow? What strategy you bring in? This is where you want to tune inwards. And the beauty of tuning inwards, the beauty of creating strategy from within is that every time you wobble, every time there's this energy wobble for you that you're doubting, that you are confused, you can go back inwards. Mm-hmm. You can close your eyes, put your hand on your chest, take three deep breaths and root back in. You can meditate. You can be in stillness. You can come back to this energy when you're creating strategy. And you can start, message your coach. You can. Sorry. Coach. Right. But this is so true. This is why coaches exist. This is why mentors are there, right? In your Voxer chats, on the phone with you to to root you back into that truth and power, to bring you back into your knowing, right? And and this too, guys, is like where so many of us go up into our heads, right? We take our knowing and truth and all of a sudden the doubts, the fears, the stories that we're telling ourselves about the possible failure, the possible outcome that we're dreading, the disappointment that we're encroaching on, the embarrassment that will ensue because of all of it, right? We start to get into our heads. So just like Jack said, like this internal strategy is a place, is an opportunity to go back into yourself and return to that place of knowing, like, no, like this is 
me. It cannot be wrong because it is who I am. So you're giving yourself that opportunity to lean back into your own energetics. When you're implementing strategy from outside yourself, well, when the wobbles come in, when the doubt comes in, there's nothing for you to lean back into because the questioning has always been there. The level of trust has never been there because you literally don't have the energy to support it. So we're going to talk today about this, creating internally, diving into your G center, following your sacral hell yeses, your splenic hits, learning how that when you go inwards, we all have this, no matter what your human design is, no matter what your authority is, we all have a G center in our body. One of our chakras in the human design system is called the G center. And whether this is defined for you or undefined, it is your internal GPS system. It is your internal compass that's here to guide you. So all of the things that you hear, all of the things you see, all of the things you're thinking about trying, you can come here and be led. What feels good? What feels like the next thing, the next step? Despite what I'm hearing around me, despite what I think I should do, how can I get quiet enough to listen right here. This is your truth. You know, a lot of women that we talk to don't know what that feeling feels like, right? So great. I can go inwards and great. This is my internal GPS. Awesome. But like, what am I listening for? Right? Like, what am I trying to hear? Because we don't believe yet in our own strategic minds. We don't believe yet that we have the expertise or skill that we need to create strategy that is actually going to work in our business. So even when we go here, we're still, we're still trying to piece together things that we've learned, trainings that we've watched, things our past coaches have told us. So it's still coming from here, right? Our hands on our hearts, but we're still listening for the logic, the reason. Right. You know, I was talking to another woman in our world yesterday and she is a splenic authority. She's like, I get all these splenic hits, but then I try to explain it to someone and it doesn't make sense. And they're like, nobody else is doing it that way. So like, Not supposed to. but like, how can I trust that it gets to work for me? Well, you trust in it because if it's coming through you, if it's coming from within, it's meant for you. Mm. So trusting that you are your own guru, that you do know best that you do have this energy. So in human design, oftentimes we use these open energy centers or these undefined energy centers as limitations. We're like, well, I don't have that energy, so I can't. This is why I invite you into the G center. I invite you into this truth, this knowing that lives within all of us because we all have it. We all have it. We all also have our authority, which allows us to make decisions by tuning into our own energy by following that hell yes feeling. So when we're talking strategy, when we're talking client journey, when we're talking launches, all of it, what feels like the hell yes. And for each of us, that feels different. Mm -hmm. For Robin, it's a very like, it's, it's sacral. It's this energy. A lot of sacral beings say like, it's almost like animalistic that it's just like, like, yes. For me, it's this I feel like it's hard to describe because it's like deep within me. It's not like just here on the heart that feels a bit more surface level to me. It's like this deep, like, whoa, like breath for me. Other For other people, it's this like, it's this whisper. It's this like voice they hear. It's this nudge and it rarely makes 
sense. Your intuition rarely makes sense if you try to break it down, if you try to process it, because your mind, your human, hasn't caught up to what your soul already knows. Okay, and that feeling that Jack's talking about, that like, you know, the knowing deep inside of her, this sacral fuck yes for me, that is always going to feel good for you. A lot of the external strategy that you try to bring in, you know, building an email list, Facebook ad marketing, Instagram ads, nurture sequences, tripwires, whatever it is you are thinking about trying on in your business, you can literally move yourself through an exercise and you can do this in every single launch too, right? You can do this on a macro level. Do I desire an email list? Like you're going to get a feeling like it's either going to be like, yes, like I want an email list. It feels intimate. It feels like a sister club. It feels exciting. Like, yes, please, more please. Or you're going to be like, oh, another thing to write. Another thing like what weekly, monthly, like, should I? I know Jenna Kutcher says I should, but do I have to? Like, then you're going to move up to here as opposed to getting the goosebumps or feeling the butterflies. Or often for me, my body is already moving towards the thing, right? So if, if we are thinking about, ooh, do we want to send out emails with this launch? If my response is already like, where's my computer? My energy is already moving me towards that thing. So that to me is a yes. So play around with your yeses and your nos. And we recently had a private client ask like, what is that sacral energy? Like, what does it actually feel like in your body? And a lot of us, many gens and gens, like we have sacral energy and there's a lot of us in this world. So I'm speaking to you for a second. That energy for me, what I have learned and what I know now to trust in my body is it is either a yes or it is a no. If it is a maybe, it falls into the no category, right? If you do not get a strong enough sacral hit to feel the energy in your body, like, oh, give it to me. It is an actual physical turn on for me. It is excitement, activation in my body. It gives me energy. It makes my body, ex- like it's it's a full yes, right? And that's what I'm talking about with that like motion forward. Like I'm already doing it. And actually, now that I'm so excited about it, you can't tell me no. Right. So if it's not that feeling, then it's neutral and neutral energy in your business is going to be boring. It's not going to get you quantum results. It's not going to get you six figure months or million dollar years because it's not turned on. It's not activated. It's neutral and neutral is not attracting anything. It's just keeping you where you're at. It's neutral. It's where you are, right? So you want to integrate strategy in your business that feels like a turn on, that feels like a fuck yes. Okay. And it might be followed up with, like Rob said there, it feels good. It feels like this turn on. It feels like the fuck yes. It might also be followed up with like a a holy fuck. Like, oh my gosh, it might feel scary, but it's still this like energy. There's this like rising of energy, this bubbling, the goosebumps. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with a a client the other day and she was like asking me about feeling like she really like needs to niche down 
in our business. And I'm like, I already know you're like a manning to energy generator. Like you, I know you don't need to niche down and, and you're having all this mixed energy, but launching your coaching business because of your niche. And we had a conversation for about three minutes and she's like, Oh, I have goosebumps. Like, I know this is for me because I have the goosebumps. Yeah. And so this is it. And then there's the questioning and the doubt and all the things that come in. But that goosebump, those goosebumps are the sign. This is for sacral energy beings. For those of us who are non-energy types, so the projectors, the reflectors, the manifestors in here, how do you feel this energy? You cannot feel this energy if you're not honoring your undefined sacral. So if you are not a manning gen or a generator, you have an undefined sacral. For you to tune into your energy wherever it comes from, so some of us, it's, it feels more powerful in the G, some it's more powerful in the spleen, wherever it's coming from, if you are not honoring your sacral, which means the not-self theme of the, the sacral is knowing when enough is enough, if you're taking it beyond what feels good for you, you are not going to have the ability to tune into your own inner wisdom because you're taking on too much outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. So then you can't actually hear yourself. So find a practice for yourself that allows you, even if you're like, but I work an eight hour day, I can't just like, there is some things I have to do because you have a job, whatever it is, find practices so that you can allow that sacral to like recharge so you can listen to the wisdom that comes through for you. For me, in the beginning, I really noticed like even when I was operating like a Manny Jen, it was like when I was in the shower, when I was in quiet, when there was those moments of stillness. So find what works for you so you can actually tune in to this wisdom that's coming through you. The last thing I wanted to say before we move on is about the undefined Ajna and the open head center. So I have both of these also, you guys, while we're on the human design path. And so much of what we teach in our world is obviously rooted in alignment with human design. And so this is a really great opportunity for you to challenge or rise in your own personal power, right? Undefined ajnas and open head centers, like we take in tons of information, right? And because of the amount of information we are soaking in all the time, it's really important that we put in place our own power boundaries, right? Not restricting ourselves from seeking inspiration and receiving love and, and abundance and all that stuff, but really recognizing when enough is enough. Like Jack said, recognizing what is helping us, what is hurting us, what is creating overthinking. So I suggest this to a lot of our clients who have these open centers. When you are either planning out your launch strategy or you're in your launch for a new program or course, unfollow the people that you tend to compare yourself to the most, right? Don't watch other people in your industry who are selling similar programs. Don't listen to IGTVs from people who are two steps ahead of you in business and selling a, a group program that's launching on the same day. Like, don't put yourself in the position to be so fragile, to be so vulnerable, right? This is an opportunity for you to step up, woman up, and say, I trust myself. And I have what it takes and I know what I know and I don't require or desire anything outside of that to hinder my own sense of truth and knowing while I am moving through this time for myself, for my business, for my 
clients. And creating that boundary is going to empower you to implement your own strategy without comparing it to other people. Yeah, this is really important for undefined heads, undefined ajnas, and undefined hearts. The undefined heart really often gets into that like comparison, that competition as well. I mean, even even when you're in like that launch mode, when there's something that you're putting out, your creations, you're birthing into the world, I would take it even beyond the people that you compare yourself to, even the people that often inspire you and expand you, you like you just want to give yourself time to be in your own energy. So maybe instead of driving and listening to your favorite podcast that you always listen to, like actually drive in silence so that you can tune into your own energy. And I love that you shared this, Rob. I was just about to, but I love that you shared it because what I also wanted this invitation of like bringing in the strategy that feels good. So we said this works really well for undefined heads and undefined ajnas and undefined hearts. I have all of those three centers defined. I have eight centers defined. So my only center that's undefined is my sacral. And this is a strategy I follow because it feels good for me. So we get to play with all the things. If what we were just talking about excites you and you're like, well, I have all those things defined. You can still use that strategy because your energies responded to it. This is one thing, you know, Rob, you, you had said earlier, you're like, when you're thinking of doing something to like tune in, to listen to that energy inside yourself, another really good way that you can figure out what feels good for you, what strategies you want to bring in is when you are seeing what other people are doing, when you are reading other people's posts, when you are reading other people's emails, does it excite you? Like, is there pieces in it that you're like, Ooh, that was like really fun. How they, you know, launched the low end masterclass off of that masterpiece. I'm going to, I'm going to try that because that felt really fun for me to witness and see them do. Oh, I love getting emails from this person and I love how she sells. So I'm going to try it and see if it works for me. So it's like also seeing what you're responding to. You get to respond to things externally to tune in to what your energy is telling you about that thing. And then, you know, ladies, there is also a really important piece of commitment There's a fine line between, you know, calling it energetics and alignment and staying in commitment, right? Owning that your word is law and staying committed to trying something from A to Z. So what a lot of women in our world will do is they'll use the excuse of the power pivot or their sacral saying, actually, I changed my mind. It's not an alignment anymore. Because halfway through the launch, the fear comes in. Or halfway through the program, they're like, I just don't like it anymore. But it's because someone in the program said they want to refund and they want to drop out. Like, my point here is like, if you're going to try a strategy on and you're going to go through the motions to try it, trying it is a commitment. Like, set a date for yourself, set a time frame. You know, okay, I'm going to play with the idea of growing an email list for the next six months and play with it. Even when it feels hard, show up for it, do it anyways, right? There's this balance between quitting, finding excuses, deciding it's not in alignment anymore before you've actually given it a full chance. And we don't know what this is for you. You know, like, are you copping out? Are you playing small, right? And one of the most frequent common conversations we have in our containers is, okay, the launch, you didn't hit your potential goal, right? You didn't blow it out of the park into the quantum like you, like you had hoped. 
right? What went wrong? Well, a week ago, we had a call that said you had already given up, right? You had already unplugged your energy. You had already decided it wasn't going to work. You had already chosen to try something new, focused your energy on the next thing, the next course, because obviously people don't want this, right? So staying committed to the strategy that you're putting in place and giving it a level of commitment, devotion, daily practice, right? I had an in-person session with a client this morning here at my house. And I was like, you need to show up for this every single day. Like you have a call to action and responsibility to show up every single day in one capacity or another, right? What are you thinking about versus what are you doing? And even if, you know, Jack and I unplug every weekend, we unplug days of the week, you know, we take days off, weeks off frequently in our business. We declared it the summer of pleasure, but that does not mean that we are quitting on our work. It does not mean that we are quitting on our clients. It does not mean that we are doubting ourselves or just taking time off because we need it. It's intentional, purposeful time. So even when we are unplugged on the weekends, it is still from a place of intentionality. That is a strategic decision for our business, for our leadership, for ourselves, for our families, for our woman, for our wealth. And that means when we unplug, when we take days off, when we're in pleasure, our energy doesn't unplug. Mm -hmm. That means that people can still plug in. So people can still come into our world. People can still buy from us. People can still learn from us. Our impact is unwavering. Our impact lives on. Because we are still in our power on those days. A lot of women don't show up for the, for the strategy that they're committed to. They don't show up for the launch. They don't show up for the program. They don't show up for the community that they desire to grow because their energy has sunk in below the line, right? Because they wake up feeling unsure or unclear or doubtful or frustrated or fucking bitter that no one's signing up again. So they allow that energy to lead through their day, right? But as a high level leader, as a female business owner who desires seven, eight figure business and company, it is your job to stay committed to the vision and to do the work every single day to clear the fear, to clear the judgment, the frustration, the bitterness, the guilt, the shame, the questions, all of it so that you can show up committed to the strategy that you are implementing. And only once you've crossed the finish line of that launch, of that six months committed to your email list, only then will you be able to tell if it worked or didn't work because you fully showed up for it, right? And as long as you do not show up for it, as long as you quit before the end, then that is always going to be the problem, right? You'll come to us and be like, it didn't work. Okay. Well, did you see it through? Did you see your commitment through? You'll be like, well, no, I guess I kind of stopped showing up for it a week ago. It's like, okay, try it again and stay committed. Try it again and see it through. Try it again and cross the fucking finish line. Finish the race. And then from there, it's like, how do we then evaluate what works and what didn't work? How do we evaluate if that strategy worked? Oftentimes, if if we don't get the results that we desired, we say, well, that doesn't work for me. That didn't work. That strategy doesn't work. I'm not doing that again. Like that doesn't work for me. But this is where we have to look. Is it the strategy that didn't work because Mm -hmm. it wasn't aligned? 
because it doesn't feel like a hell yes, because it didn't come from within you? Or was it the energetics? Was there belief codes? Did you believe the strategy wasn't going to work for you? So it's not always that it's like the strategy doesn't work. We have to stop looking at the results to determine if something works or not. So we look at how we felt through it. We look at the beliefs that we were able to hold. We look at how often our energy wobbled. So this is it for me. It works if my energy feels clean, if my energy is not wobbling, if there's like unwavering levels of trust in this, if there is the belief systems here. If it feels exciting, if you enjoyed it, did you like showing up that way? Did you enjoy that free masterclass, right? Mm -hmm. It's this type of question. We recently launched something in our business that our team was like, oh, that didn't work. That didn't really work because we didn't get like, you know, the results that we wanted to get from it. We didn't get the number of signups that we wanted to get from it. And I was like, no, like that worked. It was so fun. It brought so many new people into our world. And while people didn't buy the thing that we had set out for them to buy, people were dropping into all other places. People were dropping into mm-hmm. our mastermind. People were dropping into two to one coaching. People were dropping into copy offers to my fuel boxer coaching. Like, People were dropping into the retreat, like people were dropping into our world. So I'm like, it works because it's our energy. Again, it's all rooted in our energy. Our energy is moving people all the time. There's things for people to plug into. So for me, I'm like, oh, that launch worked. And I'll definitely do that type of launch again because it felt fun. It felt good. And then within that launch, right, this is the other thing. So we're talking a lot about launches, but you can apply this to any strategy building an email list, growing your Instagram audience. You should actually, this is like responsibility of a high level leader, but looking at the things within that launch, like rather than just writing off an entire, like, oh, I guess group programs just aren't for me. Or I guess I should just never run masterminds because masterminds don't work in my business model. Like, no, decide that they work. And, and if you desire to lead a mastermind, lead another mastermind and look at the launch that you just hosted, right? Look at the launch that you planned, look at the client journey, how you've got it mapped out, make sure those things feel good for you. And then within that launch, okay, how did I sell the mastermind? And when you actually look at it with high level eyes, with high level vision, okay, well, actually I only sold it in three posts. I never did a live about it. I did a couple stories. I talked to my husband about it a few times and I wrote in my journal about it. And you're like, that was a three week launch. You're like, okay. So I could have showed up, so I could have showed up to sell it more, right? I could have used this platform. I could try this next time. Ooh, I could give myself a challenge to show up for 10 days in a row to sell it that way. Like you get to play with how you showed up in the launch to see what actually was working, what wasn't working, and to make these power pivots for yourself inside the launch rather than throwing that whole offer in the garbage and getting into that mindset that says like, this isn't for me, right? Well, that doesn't work for me. Well, I guess I'm going to have to try something else. And then we get into the externalization process, right? We start trying to find all the things that can fix our business rather than giving ourselves that power to make the micro changes, the power pivots, as we call them, to really show up for the offer in a way that is going to feel fucking 
good and yummy and juicy and sexy and fun. You tap on all these strategies, right? All the strategies and you're like, and then you try this and you try this. And what if you're like, but I keep trying all these fucking things and none of it's working. This is where you look at your belief. You look at your belief codes and you look at your embodiment of the work. So let's say you're going to show up and lead a program on money, lead a program on wealth, but daily your energy wobbles around money. You can try every single strategy to sell this money course, like everything. You can try it all. It's not going to work. And not even because of your, your like belief codes of it not working. It's because you're not embodying your work. You're not embodying the thing that you're teaching or you haven't already. So sometimes we're teaching things that got us to where we are at today. So sometimes we're teaching things that maybe are no longer our daily practices, but they're the things that got us to consistent six figure months. So we teach in that way. You have to be living, breathing, embodying the work that you're putting out into the world. This was the most, I'm not kidding you, pivotal learning moment for me with one of our mentors was the embodiment. Are you being what you're selling? Because when we talk strategy, especially when we bring in the conversation of externalization, right? Am I trying on this strategy because it works for her? Or am I trying on this strategy because it's something that I really desire to wear, to be in, right? Think of the feeling of a dress, right? When you try a dress on and the dress is trendy and, and it's everyone's wearing it and it's all over Instagram and you put it on and you're like, Ugh, I don't know. And it kind of like cuts in weird places. It's like uncomfortable. It's kind of scratchy. I don't, it keeps feeling like it's going to fall down. You're like, but everyone's wearing it. It's the cool thing that people are doing. It seems to be working because all these people are Insta famous and they've got thousands of followers and like, okay, fine. I'll just wear it. And you wear it to the party and you get there and the all night, you're just like, God, like, ew. I, I want to get changed before this session. I put on two other outfits and I was like, I don't want to wear these things. I know I'm going to feel uncomfortable the whole time I'm talking. I know that I'm going to be fidgeting. I know I'm going to be sitting there, like not in my raw energy. So I'm like, no, linen pants and Jack sweater. Here we go. Because this feels like me today, right? Think of that outfit. Think of the outfit that you want to change into when you're wearing that uncomfortable dress. And I know you all know this, right? You're thinking to yourself like, fuck, I should have worn that green dress. It's my go-to. I feel sexy in it. I love it. It's flowy. It's sensual. And like now I'm just sitting here like uncomfortable. You're talking to the hot guy and you're just like, oh, fuck. And they're trying to have a deep conversation and you're fidgety. Like, that is the level of discomfort that ensues in your business when you externalize your strategy. So you have got to find this level of comfort inside of your business that allows you to show up for it and to wear it so that you can embody the truth of it, right? You can't show up to sell a course about power or being a female entrepreneur if you are like this, like, oh God, I'm just they can't tell. So I'm just going to keep talking, but they can't really tell. So I'm just going to keep talking. I'm just going to... No, they fucking see it. The things that affect our energy matter in all aspects of our business. I, when we were filming, when we were filming for the docu-series, we just got filmed for, I had, we were, we were moving in. We had like four days. Everything yeah. was like wild. It was like the movers came, the boxes were intense. packed, the stylists were coming because they were filming at my house. And among it, amongst it all, 
I asked my dad who was visiting, I'm like, can you just go into town? Like, can you drive 30 minutes to go get some black paint to paint this fence outside our driveway black? And he's like, because they're going to paint the fence. They're going to film the fence. And I was like, nope, they're not going to. But guess what? This crew that's flew out here from Toronto and is driving up to my house, it's going to make me feel good. I like the idea. It feels it feels like I'm going to paint this fence black. It feels sexy. I'm like, that's what I want people to see when they pull up to my house. That makes my energy like excited. So it got painted black. Is it the thing that like mattered? Is it the thing like, you know, like, did it matter? No, but it mattered to me. It felt good to me. So I asked them to do it just because I was like, it's going to make me feel good. And you know, like to take that example, even one step further, if you know the Instagram post that you posted was mediocre, but you posted anyways, like the red fence, like the fence is there, but it's just red. And like, ah, I can settle for red. That's one energy. I can settle for red. I can settle for a mediocre Instagram post. I talked to a woman two days ago, one of our clients who's like her biggest desire right now in her business is to grow her Instagram following. She's only launching high-level offers, nothing mid, nothing low. So only high-level offers. 5K a month is the lowest entry point. And so I'm like, okay, let's discuss your your strategy for growth. And let's talk about how we're attracting your high-level paying clients. She's like, okay, well, my Instagram copy is like fluffy. It's not vulnerable. It's not, it's just fluff. And I was like, okay, so who do you think that's attracting? She's like, oh, yeah. Right. I'm like, it's attracting fluff. Fluff does not pay $5,000 a month. So you can settle for fluff. You can settle for the red fence. But you know what? You know what's going to actually attract people in? The black fence. The Instagram copy that makes you sit on the edge of your seat. The Instagram copy that makes you want to throw up a little bit in your mouth before you hit post. The Instagram copy that is speaking to the woman who might even be three steps ahead of you where you're at right? Like it's not settling for the red fence. That's not the strategy that is going to work. It's not comfortable. It doesn't even feel good half the time, you guys. It feels like the black fence. It feels like driving 30 minutes into town to get the fucking paint, to paint it while the movers are there, while the boxes are coming. It's like, that is the thing. That's the feeling of expansion, of next level, of I'm fucking going for it because that is the feeling I'm not willing to settle for neutral. And think about it. If you're settling, if you're settling in your Instagram post, like, of course, it's going to be hard to trust that all the other things that you're doing are working because then what's going on for you energetically in the back, in your back mind, in your subconscious, maybe even in your conscious mind is, well, if they, if they land on that thing, land on my Instagram post and they go to that IGTV I recorded last week, they're probably going to drop into the program. So that was great. And that was blah, blah. But then since then, I've written four posts that were meh. So then you're like, well, if they read that post and they read the one the day before, are they going to drop in? Yeah, we have a name for this in our business, by the way, you guys. Anything that falls below the fem standard, we're like, oh, feels girl tribe. Right? <laughs> it's true. We do. We do. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like this conversation is like, how does this feel? Girl tribe. Girl tribe. Right? And, and we instantly both know like, nope, nope, that doesn't go out in the world. That's not it. That is not it. And it's not even that girl tribe is bad. Girl tribe just isn't who we are today. Girl tribe is a past version of us. Well, and beyond that, it's not our next level. It's our past 
level. It's where we came from, right? So our strategy is growth, right? Growth, growth in impact, growth in community, growth in finances, growth in alignment, growth in our relationship, growth in our marriage, in our, in everything. Growth. That is our strategy. Always. Is this expanding us? Is this challenging us, right? This is the thing is that expansion doesn't feel comfortable. And we often have this conversation with each other too. We'll do something that works three or four times. And then we'll be like, "Mm, it's routine now. It's comfortable. So let's mix it up. Because when we are bored in our business, when you are bored in your business, your clients become bored. Your potential clients become bored, right? So this constant edge, this growth, this expansion is the strategy when you're constantly desiring to hit new heights, new numbers, new level of clients, new amounts of people in your communities, right? That feeling of expansion, like you should always, always be slightly uncomfortable in your business. Feeling good I'm feeling comfortable, like they're almost synonymous, right? Like, I don't want to get to the end of my workday and be like, yeah, you know, this was fine. Like, usually when my husband asks me how my workday was, I'm like, I'm like, it was so full. I launched this really cool thing out of nowhere and sold two spots or, oh, we just, you know, did this or, oh, we had a really hard conversation with our team today. There was always an edge being met, always. Mm -hmm. And that is the foundation for our strategy. Yeah. Rob, as you said there, and I think this is something like really interesting for you guys to like anchor into for yourself that we haven't fully touched on yet. When you said our strategy is growth, like growth is what we are here for. So we're always moving towards the growth. So that puts us in an activated energy versus when we're striving for something. See that different energy? You're like striving to hit a number. You're striving to get somewhere. It's a striving energy versus like, I am showing up for the growth. So now I implement strategies that support growth versus implementing strategies, trying to get a result, a like concrete result, trying to get somewhere in the striving hustle energy. And the other thing about that, let's flip perspectives here for a minute, okay? Because Often when we're reverse engine reverse engineering launches, when we're even creating programs, planning launches themselves, when we're creating our client journeys, we are often thinking about the client on the other side. We're thinking about how we're going to serve them. We're writing copy, you guys. Oh man, if if you haven't done some of my copy trainings, dive in because when we write copy, we write copy about their transformation, our client's transformation, what they're going to get, how they're going to feel on the other side of this journey. So we create a client journey that's good for them. We create a launch that's that's going to serve them. And I want you for a minute to actually flip this, right? What if you created a strategy that's for you? What if you create a strategy that's for your business, that's to serve you? If you create a client journey that is for you, like this is the best client journey for you. Of course it is. But if it does not serve me, then I cannot serve you in that capacity, right? And a lot of my clients will be like, okay, well, I've got this program coming up. And then the next thing would be, 
this program because it's basically part two. I'm like, okay, well, that didn't sound very exciting. Like your energy didn't, didn't sound like that lit you up. It sounded very logical. So tell me about what you would really love to lead next after this program. Well, I would really love to open up four one-to-one spots, but like, no, you desire to open up four one-to-one spots after this group program. So do it right? Allow your energy to lead the strategy. Do it for you. Because if you are not lit up within it, if you are not serving yourself in your business, then you cannot show up for your clients. So as much as that client journey is to lead them through the best transformation to get the most from your work and your programs and your offers, it is also for you. What do I feel like doing next? Where is my energy desiring to show up right now, right? And that, that is your strategy as a leader is that I come first. I lead myself first. I show up the way that I desire to show up first because you know as a high level leader that if you are not showing up in your fullest capacity, giving yourself what you need and what you desire, then you are not serving the masses right? We are only getting half of you, or we are getting a pissed off, frustrated version of you, or you're starting to resent your work even, right? And that is not true service. Yeah, the for you, for them energy, the like for me, for you energy, this is the most powerful. This is the energy exchange. So all of it, all of the strategy you implement, again, internal, because it's for you. Because it is for you. And then you bring that into your business and you infuse everything you do with the energy that you are being. And then your business and your strategy becomes magnetic. And that is what it's all about. It's effortless wealth. It's internal power. It's pleasure at the forefront. These are the three pillars, the foundational components of femme, right? And this is how you are here to lead. Wealth, power, pleasure. If you are not experiencing all three in your business simultaneously because they all get to happen together, then look at your internal strategy first. Am I lit up? Am I doing it for me? Or am I doing it for them? Am I serving from a place of responsibility or desire, right? And when I consider this, I feel two completely different energies in my body. If I'm serving in my business out of a sense of responsibility, I feel weight, I feel shoulds, I feel have to, I feel I feel instantly I'm tired. Like I'm like, oh God, right? Am I showing up because I feel like I have to? And when I serve from a place of desire, I'm showing up because I fucking want to. Because no matter what, I I can't wait to to share this message today. I can't wait to do these stories or to share this live or to have this conversation or to create with this client. It's from a place of desire, right? This is the level of turn-on that gets to exist within strategy in your business. And if it doesn't feel this way, then wealth, power, and pleasure are all going to feel harder, right? And this is when we start striving, hustling, reaching, pushing, get get into the wounded masculine. This is it. This is it, wild women. This is strategy and soul, knowing that you can't have one without the other. The strategy is not going to work without the soul, without the energetics. 
So play with reverse engineering your launches. Start flipping things around in your business. Start playing with the order of things. Start allowing yourself to look outside the box when you are mapping out your quarter or your year or your month, right? And create a client journey that feels good for you. You can create a macro client journey for us, Femme Power Principles. Like if you haven't been in the Femme world, if you haven't jumped into anything, Femme Power Principles is the foundation for everything. That is where we tell every single woman to begin. It is loud and proud on our website. We post about it multiple times a week. We do stories leading to it multiple times a week. It is the cornerstone, okay? And then from there, jump into this course, jump into here, take this, come into the everything, come into the mastermind, come into the lover and the loved. You get to choose. And then from that macro client journey, we create monthly maps right? We connect all of our programs like I was telling you yesterday, but allow yourself to play with these strategies inside your business to determine what feels good for you, okay? And I know that a lot of you may be feeling feelings right now that are like, I don't know what feels good for me. I don't know what that looks like next, but you do. You do right? And this is the whole thing. This is the whole joy, the whole freedom associated with being a soul-led entrepreneur is that if you don't know, if you can't hear that voice or feel your own energy, then that is the only work that you have to do today. Find out what that voice feels like in your body. Find out how to lean into trust within yourself, Work with coaches that'll guide you there, right? That will guide you there. This is what I believe our job is as coaches is to guide you to that inner knowing. So if you don't hear it, don't feel like, oh God, I got to figure it out. I got to do it by myself. Like this is what the coaching industry is all about. Mm -hmm. Wild Women, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope there were some golden nuggets in here for you to take away. I hope there are pieces that caught your eye, maybe that you rewound or wrote down things that really made you think about the way you show up in your business. And Fem Power Principles is actually on sale for 444 this weekend only. So if you're listening to this podcast today, you have 72 hours to score our signature course and power principles for a killer deal. And it's going to help you rise in your personal power as a female leader so that you can boss differently, so that you can earn differently, so that you can express differently, so that you can converse and communicate differently, so that you can create differently and actually rise in your power to become an energetic match for everything that you desire. And what we see in our world as our clients do this work. And we recommend that everyone begins with Femme Power Principles as their base, as their starting point inside the Femme world, because a powerful woman is a magnet for wealth. A powerful woman isn't afraid to break the rules. A powerful woman is brave enough and courageous enough to be willing and self-aware enough to try it differently. And this is the level of self-awareness. This is the level of personal power required to build wealth this way, to build wealth without force, to build wealth without convincing energy or highs and lows, without inconsistencies, without forcing, without burning out. 
it requires power. It requires boundaries. It requires conversation. It requires knowing. It requires the femme power principle. So if you are ready to dive in, hop into that program and join us on this journey. Join the femme way. We love you so much. Be out in the world, living your truth. We need you more than ever. And we are supporting you through absolutely everything that you're moving through at this time. You know where to find us and we'll see you back here next week for more.